Hello and welcome to Extra Credit, the podcast that connects you to what's happening in Hamilton County Schools and answers your most pressing questions. I'm your host, Cody Patterson, and today we're continuing our weekly summer series called Behind the Board. The goal of Behind the Board is for our listeners to get to know each member of the Hamilton County School Board, and today's guest is Caritza Jones, who serves as a Hamilton County School Board member from District 5. Caritza, good morning. Thank you for spending time with us this morning. Good morning, Cody. Thank you for the opportunity. This is a really neat idea. Well, how are you? What, tell, tell our listeners something new. On your way here, what's something new or interesting you got going on in life? Uh, yeah, so on my way here, I dropped off my 22-month-old oh. son to the babysitter because I am still um, even a year out from the pandemic trying to maneuver being a mommy of a toddler. Um, and working from home and being an elected official. So um, on the way here this morning, my son was playing a game with me on the way to the babysitter, like this, mommy, where are you? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm right here. Like, don't you see me? Um, but he's into, that's his new thing, right? So he, he's- They get things, right? Where they're- Where they're focused on them, right? So that's his thing. He's looking right at you, but he, he might say, Cody, where are you? You're yeah. like, I'm right here. Oh, oh, I love it. That is precious. Well, I've got a two-year-old, so he's like just right right there right with you. Here. And he does the same. His thing in the car is he'll look in the mirror, just cold stare at you and say, hey, Dada, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm driving. What are you doing? And he's like, hey, Dada, hey, Mama, what are you doing? So it's a precious age, but it is challenging. It is. And it is. to your point about balancing, you know, and, you know, I got here in December and trying to navigate child care with work, and my wife is trying to run a business. I mean, it has been unimaginable but all of our listeners can empathize right they understand and they right. can connect with you on that but I do appreciate in light of all that you taking time to chat with us and and I'm excited to get to it so just give our listeners a little bit of, of story about who Caritza is and leading up to your decision to run for the school board like let them know who you are what you're interested in you know things you enjoy doing and what you do uh, during the day for your job because you're not just a board member like you don't just sit in the boardroom no during I, the day. <laughs> yeah I don't and before I get into about me, I don't think people realize that that we don't, um, unlike the other governing bodies here in Hamilton County or in the city uh, municipalities, we don't have an office at, at central office. We don't have a direct phone line. People can't just schedule to come and meet with us in our own little niche that probably has like really like this girl can pictures behind me. That's desk, right. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, it, that, that's, that, that's different. Um, so I'm not just a board member and, and I'll, I'll kind of tell you a little bit about that. So, um, I am Caritza Jones, uh, a Formerly Caritza Mosley, so a lot of people call me Mosley Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a fifth, uh, sorry, a third generation resident of District Five. Love it. So my grandparents, my parents, and not myself. Um, and I grew up in District Five, so it's it's very near and dear to my heart. They're my neighbors, my church members, my family, my my friends, um, my former teachers, so forth and so on. Um, and I support a lot of businesses in District 5. So that's that's my home, my community. Um, I am, like I said, born and raised here in Chattanooga. And I always tell people I'm your not-so-average Southern girl, right? Okay. So um, <laughs> I'm, I, when I say not-so-average is that um, I'm all things Southern Belle, right? So I, I, I love pearls. I don't uh, – I tell my age with pride, but I probably – at a certain age, probably going to be that Southern lady that doesn't tell her age. To be you a little bit. Right. Yeah, okay, so, I love it. Um, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm dainty. I love all <laughs> that, all girl stuff, all right, all girl stuff. Um, but also I'm very um, vocal 
I'm a very strong advocate and passionate about the things I believe in, which I guess you could say is still a little bit oh, southern. Oh, absolutely, girl, right? That's still a little bit yeah. Southern. Um, but I, I am very um passionate. But I but I say not so average because I've been a lot of places. I've seen a lot of things. So I'm not just stuck in, in Tennessee mm-hmm. and stuck and stuck to the south. Um. And I grew up in a very, what I call an atypical single parent household. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the home with my mother, um, which is, so of course I grew up in a single parent home, but it was atypical in that uh, my father was very involved in my life mm-hmm. always from day one. I've never known a day that my daddy um, has not been a part of my life until he passed away in 2019. Mm. Very active in my life. And be- as a result of them, um, I have an, a very, a huge village, a huge village of biological aunts, uncles, and cousins and family and grandparents. But then I have a lot of uh, non-biological, just extended family. Um, that are family that in are your family. mind. Yeah, yeah. They, they are my family. And, 100%. Um, 100%. And so, yeah. And so I that, that my village is very important to me. And I attribute everything that I am to my village, to my parents, to my family, and most um, importantly, to my educational foundation. So I'm a proud 1999 graduate of Chattanooga School for the Arts and Sciences. And I I love to tell people that I was in the first second grade class at CSAS. So I started CSAS the year they opened the elementary school. Oh, that is so cool. Right. And so um, they're um, starting there in second grade. I had an amazing second grade teacher who I still communicate with to this day. Um, Mrs. Baker, Deborah Baker, she uh, retired from Hamilton County Schools. But she started us um, in her classroom with um, her theme that year was we, uh, you are one of a kind. And I still have this picture like with me standing in front of this balloon that says I am one of a oh, kind. Oh, I love it. That stuck with me throughout my life. Um, that I am one of a kind and that we all are one of a kind. And because we're all one of a kind, we make up this amazing society, right? And so um, I went through CSAS, graduated in 1999, um, matriculated on to Alabama A&M University, which is a historical black college and university on a full academic scholarship. Mm-hmm. So CSAS prepared me Boom. for school, yeah. um, for college. I, I went there. Um, I graduated in 2003 with a Bachelor of Arts in Sociology with a minor in Criminal Justice. And then I uh, went on to remain there that fall I began a, a master's program I graduated from Alabama a and once again in 2005 with a master of social work degree concentration in community health both physical and mental mm-hmm. and that has been my path since 2005 so I have worked in the field of social work as a master's level um, professional I'm a what they call by the state LMSW so I'm a licensed master social worker okay um, and I've done that since two since September of 2000. And five. Wow. In the state of Tennessee. So my very first job was in Nashville at a therapeutic preschool through Centerstone Mental Health. Um, And I was there in a grant funded position, worked with children um, 12 months to six years old that had um, behavior issues and and DSM diagnosis. Um, Some of them were dual diagnosed. And so I did that in the community with um, trying to help children remain um, in their mainstream child care centers. behavior mod and cognitive behavioral therapy but then I was promoted mm-hmm. within that year to a uh, outpatient therapist at the preschool and I did that then I returned home um, because my grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's my maternal grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and my maternal grandfather had passed away mm. and so I came home I was going to be social worker for my family right and then I was going to get right back on the back yeah here. just go back and here I am 15 years later because that was 2006. So I am a believer. I'm a very uh, strong believer um, 
my faith is, is very, very, very strong in, in God. And I believe that God places you where you're supposed to be. And so mm. even though I had other plans, he clearly had other plans for me. And Chattanooga was it because it was here um, upon returning that I met a friend who became my boyfriend, who is now my husband. Uh, I was elected to the school board. I got married. I have a child all in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Right. And so. This is um, a little bit about me. You know, one thing you talked about, and, and now I, I want to get into your decision to run for the school board, but, you know, the, the comments about the village and then also working with those preschool children, that obviously had a weight on you and an inspiration as it came to the school board. So walk our listeners through when you decided, what got you interested, and when you took that step to, I am going to run for the school board, and, and tell us why. Like, what is your heart in that? I believe in public education. I believe that my public education was my grounding and my foundation for everything that I am. I believe that we have amazing people that work in public education, teachers, um, staff, students. And so I believe that with all that being said, that it was time for me to do my part in advocating for every child in mm. Hamilton County to have access to high quality, equitable public education and that has been my desire since i ran for office and picked up those papers in 2014 um, and i made a promise to my community that i would be accessible that i would be an advocate and that i would be accountable and i have been all of that and probably even more um but i am a very strong advocate a lot of people know me for that for for, for children and for public education and not just my kids in district five because they know i'm going to speak up for them but i do it for all children because i feel like when i do what is right for all children my children in district five will wholeheartedly benefit. Mm -hmm. I love that. And and talking about the board, you know, a lot of people, you mentioned this when we first started talking, don't have a good picture of what it's really like. So walk our listeners through, and I know this maybe is not a fair question, but a day in the life of. So uh, you talked about, you, you know, you're trying to run your family, run your job, and then be a board member. So just walk us through what that's like. You know, you wake up and then let, let's just imagine it's a board day. <laughs> so walk us through what that's like so that people can kind of have a better understanding of, of that experience in the school board room. So if it was a board day, I wake up, of course, I'm start go, go about my day with my job um, and, and work my, my seven and a half or my eight hours there. Um, of course, at some point, probably at lunch or on a coffee break or something, I'm really not a big coffee drinker, but I do like white chocolate mocha. Okay. Starbucks. There and you I've go. mastered them in my own home. Okay. Thanks to the pandemic. But um, no, I, I do all of that. I review my agenda because, of course, we've already had board agenda session that That's Monday. Right. And we've reviewed the agenda prior to because we typically get it that week before to be able to look for look through it um, and review it and ask any questions to the staff here at, at, the, at the system before we have agenda session. Um, but I review back through agenda session. I mean, the agenda before board session, uh, I make my, I get my kid ready for whatever's going to be going on um, and who's going to watch him, which is typically his dad. But right now we're in a season where my husband is in a training every Thursday that I have board meetings. So then oh, we, have, man. we have to figure out who's going to watch EJ <laughs> yeah. while daddy's in training and mommy has to go to school board. But um, we, we make it happen. Um, but I get, get them situated figure out if, if I'm going to cook or pick up something because, you know, I mean, this can go long, right? And so some days I'm home by 7, some days I'm home by 8.30. That's so right. So it just depends on what's going on. I have a husband and a kid at home to make sure they've eaten or they've been, you know, he's prepared for it that night. Um, and then I get to board meeting. Um, bef on my way to board meeting, which every day I do this anyway, but I always pray before I come to board meeting because there's always so many dynamics going on depending on the topic or depending on, you know, anything can happen at a board meeting because right. nine different opinions, nine different reasons for support or advocacy. And so I always pray that no matter what's going on, that we're able to find 
um, that neutral ground or that middle ground to be able to do what is right for all children. Um, that's board meeting a day, but a typical day in the life of a school board member for me, uh, could go anywhere from no calls and no emails to a day inundated with calls and emails. And we're not or talking uh, like three or four. We're talking like 40 to 80, even more where yeah, people like, are fired up and they're calling on what's going on. That's right. I right. mean, um, and their, their parents or their grandparents, sometimes it's students, um, They'll, students will text you. Um, you yeah, because your number, like, is uh, you got an email, public. and when you respond, like, right. you're there, right? You're there, right? And so, I, and I do ever since I, um, when I ran in 2014, I, I purchased a phone, and I have a phone line that I pay for um, personally that's dedicated to school boards. So that number is my public number. It's out for the world to know when call me or whatever. And so that's there. And then, of course, we have our email, and I'm mm-hmm. on social media, so people will tag you in posts. Oh, sure. And so not only are you answering calls and texts and emails, so somebody tags you in a post. And you got to oh, respond yeah. there. And so um, in the midst of juggling your own life professionally and personally, you are juggling um, the life of being that of a public servant and elected official. And so, yeah, it can get quite hectic some days. And, and thinking <laughs> about all that, I'm going to say organized chaos. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you know, and since you, you're a more seasoned board member, you know, in terms of the board that we have, what is just one thing that you really enjoy when you, you know, you leave the boardroom or, you know, you lay your head on the pillow. What's something that you're just grateful for as a school board member that you really enjoy about what you do? So, um, the kids, the students make it all worth it, all worth it. So I was just telling somebody this yesterday, like my, the highlight of being a school board member is being invited to a school for some type of recognition or Mm -hmm. accomplishment, or even just visiting and seeing the children like engaged in the classroom with the teacher. And, you know, they're going, the teacher's talking there, you know, just any of that, um, anything that where a child is being recognized or accomplished, or I hear that a school has met, you know, a a type of benchmark they're trying to do anything Mm -hmm. that is, that shows that there's an accomplishment or an achievement for me makes it worth it. It makes it any, any disagreement or any discord or any stressful night or sleepless night or worry or um, reading late or reading early, any of that, 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 that makes it hard. When I see that child smile or I see that teacher smile or being recognized for mm-hmm. something, it makes it all worth it. It's like, yeah, that's what all of that was for. And so it makes it worth it. Um, and ultimately now being a mother of, of my own child, mm-hmm. um, everything that I do not only is for every child in Hamilton County, but it's for my baby because um, in a couple of years, two years shy, he could be walking into a pre-K four classroom, right? Mm-hmm. And so everything I'm doing is for him and all of his friends that will go along this journey with him and for education. So I know we're all exhausted about COVID and the impact it's had on our schools and our staff and our families. But I am interested, and and I know our listeners are, just a couple of reflections from you about this past year, things that, you know, you think we've learned from or things that, like, wow, this is just amazing or things like, wow, this has been really hard. Just any thoughts that you have around that? It was challenging. It was challenging because we didn't know what we didn't know. No playbook. No There's playbook. not a file you can download from there Google. There was not. <laughs> um, and there was a lot of uh, fear, of course, just mm. us as humans. Um, we have a lot of fear. This is an unknown situation. and un- We're in a global pandemic. Never in our lives, in our lives, have yeah. we lived through a global pandemic. None of us was around for the Spanish flu. Mm-mm. And so it's like we've never done this before. And so what do we do? Um, and so we were having to deal with, you know, recommendations coming down from government, federal and state. And so there was a lot of moving targets. There was no silver bullet. We were just growing as we were going. Right. And so we figured it out. Um, but I learned that when we stick together 
And when we trust people who do know, and when we trust the process, that we figure it out. We still continue to do what is right for children. Mm-hmm. We don't endanger anyone, so we're doing everything that is healthy and safe um, for our for our students. And I'm very proud that we were one of the systems that didn't just sit down on it, but that we took it on, that we figured it out. And so far, by the grace of God, we have not had high numbers. Our students have been educated, and it, it has been hard, and it hasn't been traditional. And so that we, we do understand there'll be some fallout from that, right? Mm-hmm. We understand that we'll have some work that we'll have to do to catch up. And then it will, I call it the pandemic slide we'll have to face instead yeah. of the summer slide. Yeah. But I do believe that here in Hamilton County that we have an administration and we have teachers and we have students and parents that are ready to face that pandemic slide and that they're going to do everything they need to do to get the children back where they need to be um, and to sustain them where they are. And so I'm excited about that. I'm very proud of them, very thankful, very grateful um, for the hard work that everyone has put into keeping the students here in Hamilton County educated, be it whether they were at home at the desk at their house or if they were at a desk in one of our buildings. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very proud of the work that has been done by everyone um, that has been affected by this situation. The words, the three words that always come to my mind are sacrifice, Mm -hmm. adaptability, and resilience. And I think our community has, everyone, even from the board all the way down, because like you mentioned, it was an activation moment and we swung at the ball. So I'm, I think uh, I'm, I'm, I know everybody's hopeful to kind of have a deep breath uh, yeah. over the summer, but we've got our summer reach program. We We're do. hoping to engage, you know, many students and exciting, free, fun, free transportation, all that. So that will be good as we continue to address and, and set our kids up for success. So one thing I always like to ask board members on here is what's an interesting nugget about your life or an interest that you have that maybe our listeners wouldn't know about you? I like to plan events. Okay. I like to um, do uh, do creative things. So like I do like I don't know if you ever seen these like the personalized like party treats like the chip bags and the um, I've seen like the, the snack boxes. And the yeah. Snack okay. Boxes okay. And, all of that. and you can put like the kids' faces on it or oh, okay. personalize it and do all of that. So I like to do those kinds of things. I own a cr- I own a cricket. Okay. So, um, I'm just getting into that though. <laughs> um, but I, I do I do like to do a lot of crafty things. I um. I love, like, I, I've, I've been working, like, planning for, like, almost six months now for my little boy's second birthday party. Oh, I right? love it. Um, but, yeah. You're I like, the kind of birthday party that people like <laughs> me like to go to because you've gone to that level, whereas yeah, we're like, I love to do, here's your I gift in the Kroger cake, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love to do that. So, like, uh, yeah, I really do. I love to do those kinds of things. But, yeah, I'm just really crafty, um, and I, I like to do that kind of stuff. I, I've, I've made, I, I make cake pops, um. Just I do a lot of little stuff like that that people probably don't wouldn't know me to be doing. Yeah. Um, but I do it. Anything that YouTube can teach me how to do, I do. And then I go to Amazon and I yeah, right. I'm putting in my credit card number. My husband is like, <laughs> what are all these boxes coming to We're our all account? basically shareholders of Amazon with how much most of us spend there. Yeah. So yeah, I like to do that and I love to shop. I love to shop. I like clothes and fashion. Mm-hmm. Um I love to shop, but I, yeah, I like to do, do the cake things. pops. I think those need to be a regular part of board meetings. I think that would really, yeah, it, it, it takes this very time consuming because yeah. you got to get it right. You got to get the, you got to get the ball molded no, right. right. You got to make sure they're, they're solid before you dip it in that put chocolate. The stick, and, yeah. Yeah. Before you put that stick in and you dip it, it's a lot of work. Um, 
but yeah, I, I love to do, I love to do the party treats. I love to do, I make invitations. So like mm-hmm. all that kind of little stuff, paper It's like an out for of, you, you know, with all is. the other stuff that you have going on. It's a nice way to just engage and, and escape for a little bit on something it re- that's It fun. really is. Um, my husband jokes me and says, you're always doing something, but you never finish. And it's like, well, for me, it's just kind of an escape. And I, fi- I finish whatever I'm doing that task, sure. but I pick up a lot of little side hobbies um, mm-hmm. in that aspect because it is an outlet for me. It does yeah. allow me to do something else. And um, what some other people probably don't know is that I own a yard greeting sign business. Oh, I didn't know that. So this is like people can call and you like <laughs> and you I pop up stuff put in a their happy yard. Birthday sign in their yeah. yard, right? Um, I've seen more and more of those lately. So yeah. it's a thing now where people. And I think in the pandemic year, it became really popular for mm-hmm. people because they could. It's a nice little surprise they could do for so, folks. Yeah, I own a, uh, the Sign Gypsies Chattanooga location. So okay, that, that really is my outlet. Like it brings me so much joy. I love it, and I'm in, I'm up in the middle of the night putting signs. <laughs> Putting signs in people's yards. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and being a, like a, a ninja, right? Because you yeah. don't want anybody to know you're out there. Um, that's yeah. amazing. I love that. Well, and as <laughs> as we kind of close out our conversation, I, I do want to talk about the future. So a lot of parents, a lot of our community are thinking, okay, what's next you're going to look like? And just from your perspective, what's something that you're excited about for this upcoming school year? So we get through summer reach and we're, we're kicking into August, not to rush the summer, but what's something you're excited about for next year? I'm excited to just see normalcies start to come back um post pandemic i really am um but i i I, more importantly i for my schools in district five i'm excited to see um the continued trajectory um of those schools that have been um in the uh i can't even get partnership Mm -hmm. network i'm excited to see those those schools continue to work um their way higher and higher and higher um i would love next year if if the state came and said uh yeah so no more priority list these schools have done amazing um let's take let's kick it to the next level i think we have amazing leadership in the in the midtown learning community Mm -hmm. um i of course feel like we have the best schools in hamilton county but i mean it's it's my district it's my it's my that's right those are my homies yeah i feel like district five is the best but of course also is one two three four sure seven eight nine right um, but I, I do, um, I do look forward to the continued, um, elevation for those students, uh, in, in district five and across Hamilton County, as we continue to be the best, highest performing school district in the state of Tennessee. That's right. Well, thanks for giving us so much of your time and chatting with us today. And, and thanks to all of our listeners for joining us for today's episode of Extra Credit, a podcast that connects you with what's happening in Hamilton County and answers your most pressing questions. Be sure to join us next time as we continue our weekly summer series, Behind the Board. And don't forget to send any questions you have about Hamilton County Schools to communications at hcde.org. Have a great day, and remember, we are Hamilton.